Ayers on the Road, value-based parenting and life balance ideas from world-traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. Hello, and we're back with Ayers on the Road. Yes, indeed we are. And we're back home and we're kind of settling in for a little while. We don't have to do too much more traveling for two or three weeks, right? I know. It's true. It's nice to be back, especially in Utah because the oh my fall toilet foliage is weather just we, fabulous. Oh, it's supposed to end uh, in a day or so. It's supposed to get very cold and start to snow. They're expecting... They said a foot and a half of snow at the ski resort. Oh, really? Wow. I knew it saw it was going to snow That's on Thursday. That's a fast but... change. Wow. I don't know if you're like us, but we always hate to see fall depart. We just love it so much. We do. All of our traditions around jumping in the leaves. My birthday comes along and all right. those good things. But if you're a skier, you're excited to hear that news probably. Wow. I can't believe it. Summer is really over. Yeah. It is we're headed into this beautiful season of fall and then winter. But and I I apologize for my slightly deeper voice. I Linda picked up a cold in Paris, a Paris cold of all things. We thought she had COVID. You that one night you couldn't taste very well. Yeah. We thought, oh boy, I've got it for sure, but it turned but out no, it wasn't. Not. And then uh, I, you know, when you sleep with someone every night, you tend to kind of get whatever they have. <laughs> After two weeks, he finally <laughs> thought he dodged the bullet. And I thought, I'm so it. resistant here. I just, I have not getting anything. And finally, after two weeks, it caught up to me. So, and so, but I tested and I, it's not COVID. So we're, we're happy about that. Although, some of the COVID cases we're hearing are not near as bad as this cold. I know. That's been miserable. But um, anyway, going on. Um, it, and actually, we had just had our COVID shot and our flu shot. So right, it couldn't be right. that, right? It but couldn't it could be have that. been, but it isn't. Why don't I have a cold anyway. shot? Anyway, um, we hope that you're all doing well, that you're enjoying last of fall, wherever you are. But we have some exciting things to talk about today that have just kind of occurred to us. It's interesting that um, life goes on and then suddenly something bubbles up that you don't expect. And then you look back on your life and think, oh my goodness. That, yeah, <laughs> particularly that in this amazing. case, we look back on our lives because we're going to talk about a couple of podcasts that we're just really, we're just digesting them. We're just loving them. And we think our podcast should at least mention these two podcasts. And one of them, what you said is so interesting, Linda, because, you know, I've always been fascinated, both of us have, with time and with living in the past or living in the future or living in the present. And, you know, we've always sort of advocated, you got to live in the now, you got to be present, you got to be and, you know, the present is the greatest present God gives us is the present and so on. And the Sanskrit poet said, yesterday is but a dream. Tomorrow's only a vision. But today, well lived, makes every yesterday a dream of joy and every tomorrow a vision of hope. How do you have those things in your mind <laughs> that just drop out? All the time. Anyway. Well, the, the um, point is, that, you know, we are doing that right now because our daughters, our four daughters, 
decided a while ago. And and uh, one, Shawnee is a big blogger and has a large following, and Charity has a big Instagram following, and so on. And Saren has done the Power of Moms, which is this powerful organization of of moms all over the country. And Sadie is a, a therapist and a psychiatrist, a magnificent, a magnificent writer. writer. And the four of them decided to do a, a podcast together, and they call it In the Arena with the Iyer Sisters. <laughs> Boy, I'm sure a lot of people love it, but no one is as interested in it as we are. <laughs> Isn't that the way it goes? Um, it really is quite remarkable to hear words coming out of the mouth of your own children who are now adults, and uh, Saren is in her 50s, and just the others are thirty uh, or forties and charity thirty. It is really pretty amazing um, what they remember when you're just in slogging through day to day with your kids and becoming a witch on some days and then <laughs> being so nice other days and then just thinking I can't do this anymore. This is so hard. I just can't do this anymore. And then somehow you do do it anyway. And then getting um, this feedback after all these years of their memories. Of course, they're only telling about the best memories. They haven't talked about the witchhood yet. But um, <laughs> but they are so remarkable. And we I don't think you have any idea what you're doing when you're a young parent. You just, uh, especially that first little baby, oh, poor thing. You don't have any idea what you're in for. And you do look into those beautiful eyes and just think, what are you going to become? Um, we have our youngest daughter, as you probably remember, has four little kids, six and under. And uh, they're hard. That's hard. That's the hardest job in the well, world. Well, she had four when the first one was here. Their last ones were twins. So she had four and the oldest one was four. And what a... And and by the way, that's the interesting thing about the title of their podcast, In the Arena, or as Linda would say, In the Trenches, in the daily grind of just trying to keep up with these kids in the home. And you, you, I hadn't thought of this, Linda, but Sarah and our oldest is just barely into her 50s. And and then uh, Shawnee, both Shawnee and, and Sadie are in their 40s and Charity's in her 30s. So they represent, in a way, three different not generations but three different phases of parenting and from older children down to little babies and uh we were so thrilled when they decided to do this podcast together because they're they're all four so incredibly articulate three of them studied at wellesley and and one studied at boston university and and they you know they've got a lot that was their undergrads and then they went on to do graduate work in many many cases and they're just really uh, what am i doing being a bragging father but they're incredibly uh able to portray conceptual thoughts about motherhood and about families and about marriage so we were thrilled when we heard they were going to do a podcast together what we didn't know <laughs> is that for this whole first season of their podcast, which is, you know, 12 or 15 weeks, they're basically um, talking about their own growing up in our family. They're talking about families from the perspective of themselves as children and and young people and growing up in, in what they describe as a somewhat how do they what's the word they keep using? Eccentric. Uh, eccentric. eccentric. <laughs> and they 
And they get into some of the crazy things we did when when they were little and when our family was growing up. And we we tune it. It comes on every Tuesday. First thing we do when we wake up is we say, it's Tuesday. (laughs) What are the girls going to say today? And it's almost like um, it's the fear factor. It's like, will they reveal (laughs) something really weird about us today? Right. It's so true. (laughs) But, you know, as we get as we get older also and see these families growing up, you realize that you can't do everything right. You can't do everything right. 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 And you do, you do a lot of weird, wacky things. And we, and when you talk about your mistakes and about the reality, then you become vulnerable and people really start to listen because they realize that we're all in this together. Right. And so many parents now uh, or kids, uh, children who have children, um, are blaming their parents for oh, their gosh. their bad fortune or the things that they wish they had that they never had. And it's becoming huge. It is really scary. I mean, parenting was not even a word 50 years ago, and now it is so big, but people are, are now, young adults and so on, are looking back and saying, oh, this was really damaging to me because they've got so much information Um out there that they can find something wrong also with everything that they've done, which is very scary. In fact, you know, this is kind of parenthetical, but we ought to do a whole podcast on, on, on that whole thing you just mentioned, Linda, because what's happening and we see it personally. And we also read about it in, in the research, people are beginning to believe, and this sounds like a subtle paradigm shift, but it's actually huge. Instead of thinking, oh, the family is the basic unit of society, the the trend is to know the individual is the basic unit of society. And that makes such a huge difference. It's so amazing. This and, is all about me. I need to figure out me and I need this and I need that and so on. It is really interesting. And if, I, if I'm not happy... If I'm not doing well right now, I, I think I'll blame it on my parents. They must have raised me wrong. They must have abused me in some way. They must have done something that caused this. I think I'll cut off communication with them because well, my relationship the extreme, with them course, is not but, making yeah. me happy. You know, we should do a whole show on that. But anyway, back to these daughters of ours. So <laughs> we're uh, getting ready why, for the hammer to drop. Uh, that, that's why I mentioned. <laughs> yeah, that's why I mentioned that. The past, present, and future, you know, we're trying to live our life in the present and and see things and appreciate autumn and blah, blah, blah. Then we turn on the podcast every Tuesday and we are transported back to the past 20 or 30 years and and the growth of our family and what the memory is of these three daughters. I mean, mostly it's delightful. It's just fantastic to, to listen in on their memories of our family when they were younger it's just and it's just amazing it's so funny to hear some of the details that just really never happened <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to get together and have a little memory check here we uh but i mean basically just little things but you've that you always think, had oh, we the, never told them that you've always had the theory that you know kids kind of forget your your the worst things you did as a right, parent and right. they remember the best ones right right exactly and uh i keep probing my kids do you remember those days when i was a witch (laughs) and one child said well i do remember that you spanked me once and i will never forget that oh my gosh um 
you know, when Linda, you I was it. raised, I got a spanking once in a while when I really deserved it. And little sometimes slap. that little slap in the bottom um, makes a big difference. But now it's just you cannot do that. You cannot spank your children. Well, but, what I remember is one of them said they remembered you swore at them once and they thought you were going to go straight to no, hell. No, I had one bad word. Not <laughs> Not <laughs> stream one bad word. That's um, not on the pot. That was just it. So that was just something one of them, one of our sons told us once. <laughs> he was five, and he thought, "Oh no, mom is just damn to hell." No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, it really has been a delight, though. They are doing twelve um, episodes of this, and then everybody will be ready for. The new things, which is they're they've got children ages twenty five to one, and they, well, they those twins just turned two, so but they've got everything in between, and it is so fun for them. Although although they have realized how irritating they are to each other, <laughs> like they did when they were children a little bit too, because um, we have. Well, I won't go into details, but well, it's very real. I mean, that's what I love about it. They're they're not trying to sugarcoat anything. They're talking about the differences in raising kids now and then. And they they did a wonderful show on their relationship with each other and why it is. They say they get asked a lot. How are you so close as sisters? And they carry it back to some of these experiences they had when they were growing up. And they did one on getting kids out of their comfort zone and some of the crazy things we did with them when they were little and we lived in foreign countries and so on. They're, they're talking about um, how they manage to, you know, center themselves when things get really tough. They're, they're talking about just a lot of things. And what I think what makes it so intriguing, Linda, is the two generational aspects of it, to be able to be on this podcast and talk as, as children, their memories as children, and growing up in a family, and then their current day families where they're the parents, and that that remarkable carryover and how how influential a childhood is in the way the the kind of parents you become, and the huge difference it makes when they marry somebody from a whole right, different right. background. And we have a wide variety of in laws, which to our delight are wonderful. And I know that doesn't always happen because I know some of you have some really in law issues, but we have been so blessed to have really great in laws. But boy, they have a totally different life. They've lived a different life. Yeah. And trying different to mix culture that together. To merge yeah. those two cultures. So we're just delighted that they're doing this. And we just wanted to share it with you. Um, I think all of our listeners, Linda and ours on the road would just, I mean, it would, it would, it would pull some things together. Some questions you may have about us because we never get to certain things that would fill in the gaps. And I think you'd love it. So it's called in the arena with the Iyer sisters. And that, that, that phrase of course comes from Teddy Roosevelt's wonderful quote about don't be on the sidelines, be in the arena and, you know, really, and, and and it's just, it's a real, it's real life. I think you'd love it. Yeah. So give that a try if you're interested. And we're going to take a brief break and tell you something else exciting coming right up. So hang on. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. 
And we're back talking about the past, and and now we're going to segue into the future. <laughs> well, sort of. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, I'll tell you a little story of another podcast and some things related. Uh, many of you listeners know that there's a uh, there's an award that's given several awards that are given every year to social media influencers who are really family centered, who are really family centric, who really, you know, do a good job. I mean, so many of us as parents and grandparents are worried about social media and the effect it has on our kids. And, and we decided a few years ago, actually it was a a young couple we're going to talk about next week, by the way, who are amazing in what they're doing for families. A young couple named uh, Mike and Jamie Taylor, who wanted to start some awards and say, hey, there are some really good, you know, there's good content on social media yeah, that can a, help parents. There's a lot that can of bad help stuff. Kids yeah, that can, but, but you have to find it. You have to find it. And th- their idea was if we gave awards, if we gave recognition, to the the influencers, the podcasters, the Instagrammers, the you know the Facetimers, all uh, Facebook, all of the people who are on there on social media, really giving good content that helps families in various ways, or that popularizes the idea of families. And some some celebrities do a good job, and so on. What if we were to give an award and recognize that content? Would that number one give a lot more audience? Would it, would would people say, "Oh, I can look at these awards and I can know that those people are going to give me content that's really pro-family and really strong, um, useful to me?" And so they asked. Uh, you know, we got together with them, and I guess because of our books and some of the other, we've been around a long time, and people identify us with parenting to some degree, and so they said, "Let's." Let's call it the the Richard and Linda Iyer Family Is Awards. And Family Is is an interesting thing because it's kind of a, I think, a catchy title for the awards. And it's also the website because IS is like dot com. It's it's actually Iceland's, you know, way to have a have a URL. And so family dot is. And so they named these awards. We named these awards. And and it started three years ago. We've mentioned it before on the show, but maybe just in passing. And there was an award for the best Instagram that did the most for families, the best Facebook that did the most for families, the best podcast, uh, the best YouTube, the best blog, and so on. And so this is the third year now we're moving into. And... I give all that as background to introduce a couple, a young couple who won that award the very first year, the very first year of the family is awards. Uh, The award recipient was this wonderful couple. Some of you will recognize the name, Sean Johnson and Andrew East. They won the, the family is award being, and, and, and let me tell a little more about the word. Then we'll tell you about these two, because you'll, you'll find it very interesting. The, the description of the criteria for the family is awards is just a little phrase. What influencers do the most to celebrate commitment, popularize parenting, 
validate values and bolster balance, balance between work and family and so on. That's the criteria. And the award went to to Sean Johnson and Andrew East. Talk a little about them. Well, um, I don't know where you are in life as you're listening. I know we have parents and grandparents, but um, Sean Johnson probably has the best name recognition of almost anyone in the world because what year did she do the Olympics? Well, she was actually, she's called the fifth largest female brand in, in terms of a name that, that is, you know, is well known and can sell products and so on. But Sean Johnson won the Olympic gold medal in gymnastics in 2008. And, and I think won a silver medal that same year too. And she was kind of called America's sweetheart and, and, People knew her really Tiny well. Tiny little thing. Oh, she's about four ten or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But delightful, a wonderful personality, and just a caring person. You can feel it when you meet her and talk to her. And then, you know, she sort of upped the ante a little and 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 was the champion of Dancing with the Stars. She won Dancing with the Stars, I think, in 2013 or 14. And we just like her a lot. Yeah, she's great. And the nice thing about it, even though with all the Hall of Fame and all of stuff that they have going on in their lives, she, more than anything, just wanted to be a mother and wanted to yeah. create a family that would, would be a wonderful nuclear family that could make a difference in the world. And she really... Uh, has that in her heart, which is so nice. And you wonder, Linda, and we, she hasn't told us this, we, you wonder if with her gymnastics and her celebrity status and her commitments to so many things, you you wonder if she if she wondered whether she ever would be a mother. You know, I mean, who knows? Right, but, but, yeah. But it came later in her life, and and she's just so open about, you know, her feelings and emotions. And she married a, a guy that's really becoming a wonderful friend of ours who <laughs> is not small at all. No. He's, not, he's not small in stature. He, a wonderful guy named Andrew East who played in the NFL and who is, I guess, uh, you know, just about double her size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not big, but no, he, no. Is he is just really tall and strong. And it's just so, so fun. They have two little little girls and a little boy, girl, a little girl, boy and a girl. Yeah. And uh, little it is, girl, the oldest, and she's three. And they're little. They're little. She's just turning three, and their right. little son is a baby. And boy, are they into parenting! And it's just so beautiful to see how they prioritize these kids to to a degree that's just quite refreshing. Yeah, and they are now doing their own podcast, which. Uh, and pulling in parents who prioritize their families. And uh, they're really young parents. One of their first ones. Well, their kids are young. Right. Yeah. I mean, young they're parents old. with young no, children. They're not old. But anyway, um, so their first one was about potty training. <laughs> which well, their was latest a, one, their latest podcast is well, actually on potty training. Which is absolutely <laughs> the question that came to us most. We would get up and give a speech with a large audience yeah, with a lot of content. <laughs> and then afterwards, several of the questions would be, what about potty training? Yeah. We are going crazy here. So 
Um, but they're doing just a great job of gathering. And because of their fame, they really do have a, a wide audience. Well, yeah, the podcast, their, their podcast is called Couple Things, which is kind of cool. Couple Things, you know, and this is, they're a couple and they're really doing a great job. And, and but that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? They're, they're on Instagram, they're on YouTube, they're on Facebook, and they're, they they have millions of uh, you know of followers and it's a great thing because that's what young families need they need someone who can say they need someone they already know or look up to or think uh, think is you know someone that they respect and and so on who says to them this is what matters you know, forget about the, the gold medals and forget about the uh, NFL. And for, I mean, those are all part of life in our case, but they're not the priority. The priority are these children. The priority are our family. And we've said for so many years that uh, what's shocking is how quickly that time goes by when you have kids in your home. You think it'll last forever while it's on. Oh, I have these kids here forever. I'll be frazzled and trying to keep up with them and blah, blah, blah. And then you look back from our standpoint and you realize that, you know, in fact, we calculated at one time and, and did a, an interesting, I remember an interesting speech on it that, you know, if you have a child in your home for 18 years, that's about, you know, a fifth of your life. You you may live to be in your 80s and you will have had those children one fifth of your, of your life. And so that's the time when the children have to be the priority. And frankly, Sean and Andrew are the perfect illustration of that. They're the poster children for this, the poster couple for this, because they've got so many other things they could do, so many other things that they're, are being demanded of them, but they choose to prioritize these kids. Right. Well, the interesting thing for us is that in juxtaposition of our daughters doing this uh, podcast about their childhood and then having them having talked to this couple about their own children within their childhood, you realize how important what you're doing right, right now. Right now. Yeah. Whatever phase you're is, in. Yeah. It is so, I mean, you know, because it's just kind of on the grind and doing the very best you can every day. But And you're like, you know, when will this be over? Yeah, and, and everything just seems so out of control. And somebody's always got a problem and somebody's got an issue. And yet, if you can direct that when your kids are in the home in a positive way, even though every day is not positive, but if you have a plan and you want to really make a difference in their lives for the future, which you do, whether you like it or not. I mean, what you do does make a huge difference, but trying to decide what you do is really, really so much more important than we realize. We had not a clue. No, you don't know when it when you're going through home. it. You yeah. just don't, and your point is a great one, Linda. Like, you know, we look way back on when those kids are at home. Now our daughters are looking back on their own childhoods, which wasn't that long ago. And then here's Sean and Andrew in the arena right now with these two little children and facing every day this question of what do I prioritize? And the answer is the kids. And so here's an exciting thing. We uh, we met Sean and Andrew and got acquainted, of course, when they uh, won this award. And we're going to work together with them on some things. We're going to do a, a series of videos with them about creating a family culture 
creating a culture that will last, a culture that's actually stronger than the peer culture or the media culture, or the well, social the, media, the culture screen time of the culture. world. Yeah, the culture yeah. of the world, which is so scary, which is so different. Our kids had a, v, a VHS that they could record TV shows. Yeah, you know, that's, that that's how long ago on those, the weekends. our earliest kids were. This is a whole different world that we're raising these kids in now. It is so amazingly different. It's just, it's different in kind. It's just crazy. And it was, the, the interesting thing, it was their idea. Sean and Andrew said, hey, you know, we've read a lot of parenting stuff. We like yours the best. We're the We're the beginners. You're the... You're the experienced ones of 30 years of speaking and writing to parents and so on. Let's do something together. And we were excited about that. And we're going to do values, too, based on our Teaching Your Children Values book with them. And here's why they're, in a way, an answer to prayer for us. We, And this is a little personal, but bear with me for a minute. We we reached one generation of parents with our with our books, we was basically our generation and those just a little younger than us. And we had these bestsellers and we felt like we're we are really reaching parents around the world. But then the next generation, we really reached them more through media, regular media, be, being on TV a lot, being on Oprah, being on the Today Show and so on. And then this brand new generation of parents in their 20s that are just getting started, they're not reading books, that's for sure. I mean, and, and they're not watching traditional TV, and we're not on traditional TV anymore anyway. And we've thought the, the things we've created over the years are, they're timeless. The principles of parenting that we've been teaching for 30 or 40 years haven't changed a bit, but the audience has changed. These and the way people get information has changed. And we, we'd we asked ourselves, do we just hang it up now or do we try to reach another generation of parents? And frankly, Sean and, and Andrew gave us that answer because that's their audience. And working with them, we will be able to, you know, try to reach another wonderful group of parents. So we're really excited about this. <clears throat> I hope we don't look like ancient people. <laughs> we do kind of look like ancient people um, as we're trying to. Tell well, them you that. don't. I, I'll just have, and I, I even shaved my little goatee off, so I try to look a little younger. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is exciting that parents are still in the same. It, it's the same thing. They're it's trying the same thing. So hard to do the it very repeats best itself. Yes. for their kids. So this will be an exciting. We don't want to adventure. rediscover the wheel. We want to carry this wisdom forward, right? So yes, and we hope you're having an exciting adventure, no matter what stage of life you're in. We really do appreciate you. So just for fun today, take a look on wherever you get your podcasts and find in the arena with the Iyer sisters, our four daughters, and find couple things with Sean and Andrew. And uh, we'll, we'll, we want to create these teamworks and these crossovers where we help as many parents as we can. So thanks for joining us today. We wish you the very best, and we'll see you next time on Iris on the Road. Bye for now. Bye.